Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. The bar is open, the lights are on, the stools are all set right, and we're getting ready to go live. I've brought with us someone who can guide us, who can ruin our day. Even by his own words on his own Discord, some even refer to him as God. Just really depends upon what's going on. He'll also tell you if if the movies that you loved at one point in your youth really kind of suck now. When you go back and watch them, like ghoulies, when the monster comes out of the toilet, you know it's a puppet now. Not like you didn't want to get on the toilet before. So who I've brought with us is the one, the only, from one of my, from my favorite D&D podcast, DM Jake. That's really nice. Look, you made me a hero. I have to tell you before we get into doing all the intros, all the rest of stuff, you made me kind of a hero to a 12-year-old. Oh, yeah? How's that? So I'm probably like, because I know the things that Tianka and Nate and everyone says, mm-hmm. but my 12-year-old listens to hear for the roles with me. Oh, well, in that case, we might have to clean up our language a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but but he enjoys it with me. And when I was like, guess who's coming on? He's like, I don't know. Who? I said, DM Jake. He was like, what? You got DM? I was like, yeah. How about that shit? <laughs> So. Oh man! Well, that is very sweet, and I uh, I'm glad that I can provide some sort of D and D joy to <laughs> people of all ages, I guess. Well, 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 you're making it happen. So, real quick, let's go through our get the bar ready for everybody else to join us. So, behind me, folks, let me move the mic for a second for those of you that are watching the live. That's our sticker and a cause board. If you've got something you're supporting, you've got your own D and D campaign you're pushing for, or you've got a podcast you love, or any charitable organization, I don't care what it is, and you've got a sticker that you've made for it, go ahead and reach one out to me. Send me a message through our Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and even our email. They're all the Above the Bar podcast. Send me a message. Let me know uh, what it is. I'll tell you where to send the sticker to, and we'll go ahead and get you up on the, on the big board. Uh, every week we, we try to have one. We didn't have one this week, but, hey, we try to have one. The other thing is, is we got to talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor is Media by Dibs. If you feel like, and Jake will appreciate this here in a moment, if you feel like your your pop, your yeah, your media has been hit with a feeble mind spell, or even walked across the river sticks and lost its lost itself, and just wants to have pudding all day long, then you might want to reach out to Media by Dibs. Media by Dibs. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Media by Dibs. And if you go ahead and send him uh, on LinkedIn, it's Andrew Dibble. All right. All that's done. House cleaning is done. It, it's time I to get into that reference there. The, I, to I mean, our, I uh, campaign that was that was fun. I like that. Well, there was nothing better than than Tianka going pudding. Happy birthday over yeah. and over. I was like, yeah, that's great. I, I got to ask because I want to make sure I understand. So Tianka is your wife. That's right. Yeah. OK, I want to make sure I got that right. At yep. what point? Just because I'm curious. Uh-huh. Have you ever like. Like you feeble minded her. 
You mean like in real life? Well, not well. That would be even better if you figured out how to do that. Oh, you mean just like in the game? How how many times have I cast that on her? But you casted it on her, and then like you have to live with her after that. Yeah. Well, you know that was an ex- interesting situation because uh, with that spell, she's just a very good role player, and her character wandered into this river sticks, which is for those who have not listened to our podcast. It's like. Uh, they're down in uh, H-E double hockey sticks. and uh, You can say hell. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're literally in hell. And um, the river sticks is this evil river that if you touch it, it like makes your mind wipe and just go completely blank. And so her character wandered into this river to try and like save her brother. And so because of that, her character got afflicted with a feeble mind. And... Tienka, being the great actor and role player that she is, she just committed to the bit and and fully embraced the fact that her character was mindless. And so uh, it gave us all a lot of entertainment. I had nothing to great. do with it. She, I just set the stage and she she went for it. She ran with it. It, it was great. I loved it. It was yeah. a lot of fun. So, it was fun. So I, I'm on the last episode. For those of you who don't know, Jake runs an amazing uh, campaign, amazing podcast, Here for the Rolls. Um, we're definitely going to probably geek out about some gear stuff because I'm curious on some things. That's yes. another little bit of a gearhead for uh, help with for podcasting. But uh, runs an amazing podcast. This was episode 37? or thir- um, so Yeah, so the season finale is 36. 36. Yeah. I've listened to – we've listened to them. So, uh, and, and I like the, so there were some pulls from our early episodes dur- during this final one. Uh, I'm not trying yeah. to spoil it for anyone who, who does listen, if you haven't listened to it yet, but there was, uh, some great pools going all the way back to, uh, the, when they were still hadn't made it to hell yet. So just an amazing, amazing podcast and you do oh, a, so a great job with it. It's a lot of fun. Thank but you. my question is, is like, and I heard it mentioned today, you guys have been doing this since 2018 uh yeah so like about four years now um we we all met through film and theater projects so we are well trent's my dad and tianka's my wife so but but she and i met through a theater wait trent's really your dad yeah no Uh uh-huh he looks super young what the hell yeah that's everyone my parents were blessed in that way. Everyone thinks that my parents are my siblings, but um, yeah. So we're a tight knit group. Jake and Nate and Tienka, I met all through theater and film stuff, and uh, we wanted to do a project that. Well, we wanted to first just play D and D, and so that's we started doing that in 2018 together, and all of us doing um, theater and stuff. It made D and D a lot more fun because everyone was like already super into acting, and so they they weren't afraid to to put on the role playing hats and just commit to their characters. So we had such a great time, and we were laughing so much while playing that we're like, we need to record this and like put this out there. And so we just we started doing that, and I think that's how a lot of D and D podcasts are born. There's many many D and D podcasts, and uh, I think people are they it's a lot of work to run a campaign and it takes a lot of time. And so people are probably just like, you know what? We should be recording this. (laughs) Like we need to like document this and put it out in the world so that we can go back and listen to it one day. And that's really the main reason why we 
do it, honestly. Well, if you guys were doing it 2018, so that's pre, you know, everybody's into critical roles and all that stuff. You were, you were in there early. I guess that early adopter isn't the right term because, yeah, you know, I go back to my first experience with D and D was the Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the cool, the crazy thing. Everybody oh, there's a movie for you. Okay, yeah. What is it called? Um, the Tom Hanks Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, I don't even know that. What? That. Yeah, I'm like completely shocked by this. That's um, God. If anybody's watching, remind me. Uh, God. So it's a great movie, Tom Hanks, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It is called Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters. I have heard of that actually. I didn't realize that it was a play on on D and D, but that makes sense. <laughs> yes. So it's a Tom Hanks movie where. Uh, just to give you kind of what the plot of it is, is he's a young guy playing a wizard early, like D&D one. Yeah. Cheryl, a good friend of ours, Cheryl, she has her own podcast. Mm -hmm. She's like, I haven't never heard of that movie. Like mm -hmm. I, here, here's probably why Cheryl. And for you, Jake, also the movie came out in, uh, originally was put it this way. It was a TV movie and what I can't. It's not even telling me the year that it came out. That'll tell you something. <laughs> like early, early 80s, 1982. 82. Okay. Um, but it sounds like it would be a great one for Here for the Reels. Yeah. Here for the Reels. That's it. And and you can blame me for it because uh, I've tried <laughs> to watch it. It does not hold up. But the story is, is Tom Hanks plays a wizard in this campaign. Uh -huh. And there's been a death of one of their friends that I believe it was a suicide. And it, he loses his his mind over it, and he's in 1982 New York City, mm -hmm. like Times Square was still like peep shows and stuff like that. Yeah, and traveling through the sewers trying to battle the dragon. That sounds like a whole lot. <laughs> and the whole time he's doing it, his friends are chasing after him, who, yeah. who realize what's going on. And they have to use what they know from the campaign to try to figure out where he could be going. Okay. Yeah, that that would that would be solid. I'll have to ask my dad if he's seen that. Because, um, yeah, that would, that would be a fun one. It sounds like it's right up our alley for what we do on the other podcasts. So. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So, now, you do a lot of voices. Uh, yeah. You do a, a yeah. ton of voices. Where does all, you know, where does all that draw from? Um, it draws from a lifetime of loving movies and TV and theater and doing a lot of acting and film production and theater and playing lots of characters and also just playing a lot of video games. And so I, I, I love video games. And so I, in video games, they have amazing voice acting, right? And so... Uh, I just I draw a lot of that from the types of characters and monsters and b bad guys and love interests that I that I experience through my own like favorite games and I just I don't know yeah I I I do pick the voices beforehand like I I make sure like if there's an episode and there's a bunch of characters I know what they're gonna sound like otherwise I'm just shooting off the cuff but uh, but yeah it's it's kind of crazy how many how do you, voices you do 
how do you keep them in order though? Like that's my biggest thing is I hear them and you're having like, and obviously now that I know that Trent's your dad, yeah, he's gotten you to have entire conversations with yourself right. with two NPCs. How do you uh-huh. do that back and forth? Some of it's written. Some of it I like write what these NPCs are saying so that they deliver the the correct information to the group. But then sometimes I I don't know. I think I just know what each character would want and then just play them. <laughs> but it makes me sound like a crazy person. I just like well, I mean, I think we all are. And, yeah, and just like have conversations with myself while there's like four other people there but um no just sometimes <laughs> it's necessary because like w- when you are playing like four or five characters like sometimes two of those are gonna have a are gonna interact with each other and i try to avoid that where i can but yeah i, I try to keep the the players like the mostly involved with the dialogue but uh, but yeah lots of voices it's Sometimes I write down what they sound like so I don't forget, but then sometimes I just remember. <laughs> yeah, I would absolutely. Uh, one of the funniest people I know, Keith, Keith Bird just jumped on. He says, that's practice, baby. You got to see me walking around my house pretending like I'm, I'm Morgan Freeman. He yeah. does it too. He does like this entire Morgan Freeman thing. It's I got to hear that. That's audio he, chocolate is what they call that. He I'll have to uh, I'll have to send you his uh, Instagram because he's on Instagram also. I even wore my because I didn't have a D and D shirt. I used to have a bunch of them uh-huh. from uh, back when Loot Crate was actually cool. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you remember when Loot Crate was like cool and like before you knew that everything was stuff that was going to the Five Below store? And yeah, yeah. I I never got it, but I I that's kind of I gathered that. Yeah. I used to have an actual. And I, I wish I could find it. I had a silicone twenty uh, sided die. Uh-huh. Um, ice maker. Oh, that's cool. And I was I've like, seen those online, yeah. And I, I got to find another one, but yeah, Keith does that one. So, <laughs> so let's kind of roll back to the beginning of of uh, Avernus and the entire campaign. Where did I mean? Again, I, I'm fascinated by the entire thing. I love D and I've always grew up uh, listening to stuff and watching things. I got into Magic: The Gathering. Oh, love yeah. to play the cards. Love the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, all that's always, you know, like I, I enjoyed the original Hobbit animated movies. If you've oh, never yeah. seen that, that's like I some of the too, best, yeah. I mean, like when you, especially when you try to explain to my, my kids, I'm like, that's hand drawn. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? I'm like, yeah. yeah, crazy people sat down and piece by piece, put that whole thing together for a two and a half hour movie. That, oh yeah. So and my dad would show me all that kind of, all that stuff when I was growing up too. And explain the exact same thing like you were doing to your kids like this is animation the real animation yeah. yeah this is legit this wasn't like like and today i think the only people that still do it is uh trey parker and matt and matt um matt stone yeah. matt stowe that's like they're they're like the last of the hand-drawn animation that really comes on tv yeah yeah it's Really impressive what they those guys have been able to do. I'm a big fan of theirs as well. Uh, and I will have to tell everyone that Jake lives in what I think is the most beautiful state in the entire country. Yeah, you like I, Utah, huh? I I drove through Utah back in 2001, going cross oh, wow. country, and um, I was leaving uh, Camp Pendleton and drove through. 
and it was the only state I've ever been in where at one point in April I had my air conditioning on or my windows down and I made a left turn and I'm going, that's a hell of a lot of snow out here. Yeah, it can be sometimes for sure. Like like yeah. straight one extreme to the other. Cheryl is, says yeah. Cheryl says you gotta be something to watch the original Hobbit cartoon. That cartoon was amazing. Yeah. I'm sure if you're on something it's more enjoyable, but it's <laughs> it's uh it's also just enjoyable on a good old regular day. I love that movie. Like knowing right now that Trent is your dad. Yeah. I'm makes surprised the I di- blow your mind with that. Like like really makes the dick jokes different. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's interesting when my dad, who plays a character in the podcast, his character is, like, working on a romance, and then I have to play the character who he's romancing. <laughs> and so it's this awkward... Yes, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, doing a romance conversation with my dad, and it provides for some really entertaining content, I will tell you that, right? But it's definitely awkward for all of us. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> so... So you're putting all these pieces together, and now when this this is done, is do we have another campaign that's coming? Are we going to kind of delay this? What what, are, what do we got going on? Yeah, well, have you listened to season one? I don't – no, I never – so that's the whole thing is yeah. I skipped season one not realizing it till I was – I bet you I was multiple episodes into season two. Mm-hmm. not realizing it till I heard sidebar conversations yeah. about characters and then going, oh, is this? oh, what what are they talking about? And then realizing there was another season. Yeah. So there is, a, so you jumped in at season two, which is descent into Avernus. Um, and that's its own standalone story. You do not need to have heard season one to jump into season two, but there is a season one and that's a, completely original story written by myself um, with an original homebrew world and uh, it's a yeah all the all of our cast members are playing different characters and uh, that's a longer season it's 54 episodes for season one and season two we just wrapped up has 36 um, but if you like what we've done in season two go back and listen uh, I Really, I love them both, but I actually have the biggest soft spot for season one just because. Well, I, you created that. Yeah. And so, um, and so, yeah, you, I, uh, you, Descent into Avernus for season two is a published, written adventure by Wizards of the Coast, the company that makes D&D. And so I needed a break from writing so much for season one. So I'm like, I'm going to pick one of the adventures that already exists um, and just buy the book and then run the adventure out of the book. And so that's, that's the difference, but, um, but equal, they, they stand on their own and you can listen to them in any order. So now for anybody who's out there, that's listening to this, who again, either grew up with D and D or, you know, we, we, we are seeing this resurgence in it. What are some of the things that you would say, this is what you, you know, do you need to buy D and D beyond and you know, which my son, my who's 18 getting ready to go to college. He has D and D beyond and has like, he spent the money on D and D beyond sure, bef- yeah. before it was bought out uh-huh. by wizards of the coast. Recently, and I'm, 
Yeah, and I'm looking at like I'm like, son, you, you spent how much? Yeah. Like like that thing can be really silly, but it does have a nice feature where you can share it yeah. with other people if they're doing your campaign. But what are some of the things that you would suggest to somebody who's like, hey, I want to get into this? Sure. Besides destroying the Monopoly game, stealing all the dice. <laughs> uh, if you just want to get into D&D, you really don't need to buy much. Um, I would recommend – It's not. I'm not saying that you're not going to buy a lot because you can go down a slippery slope pretty easily. <laughs> but all you really need um, is the, the three core books, which is the – uh, the Player's Handbook, the Dungeon Master's Guide, and the Monster Manual. Those are the three core rule books that uh, they offer. And they often sell those in bundle, in a bundle. Uh, you need some dice, but technically you could roll dice online. You don't actually need to buy them because they have tons of like dice rollers that you can just Google that and do it that way. But there is something to be said about physically rolling the dice that you can't really like take away because yeah there's something to that it's a core part of D&D that's just fun and like it's like the tradition so we all have our dice addictions we have tons of dice um but what's your favorite set oh my favorite set I wish I had it here so I could show you but um I have some metal dice they're metal and they're yellow and they have little gold numbers and that's my favorite set i love them and everyone has their favorite set and and dice addiction is real so be careful <laughs> um but yeah you just need the three core rule books and there's tons of articles online too about like how to get into D and what to buy and like just like you can google and and do a bunch of research online and 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 find out what you need but really from me that's that's it. You need the core rule books. You need an imagination and um, some character sheets, which you can print online for free as well. And, and even those now, because what's the uh, – you have a sponsor, and your sponsor is who? Uh, yeah, we have a couple. We have one uh, called Reroll, which is an app where you can, like, design your characters. and You have, like, a little image of them, which is cool. Uh, and then we have one – uh, called Card King Pro, and they do really big dice bags. <laughs> so huge, crazy dice bags. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, we've had rotating sponsors, and um, it, all just for like random D and D accessories, basically. <laughs> so there's pl- there's plenty of thing things out there. What do you think? Yeah. You know, for people that are looking to get into to D and D. I mean, obviously, we know that Here for the Rolls is the show you should start with so you can <laughs> hear how to play it and how to be a DM and everything. But but what do you think are some of the things that if you're looking to get into this and you're looking to, you know, because I think it's a fan. It can be very family oriented. Like oh, you said, yeah. you your dad's doing it with you. Your wife's doing it there with you. You've got two super close friends that are in there doing it with you. So it can be a very family oriented kind of a thing to get into. Uh, I will tell you folks that if your son is your DM, like, which is odd that that's why I thought that was funny. My son and I were doing a campaign and he was my DM. Yeah. And the very first random campaign, he killed me. Oh, man. And I was like, really? Yeah, he's telling you something with that. I mean, there's something to that. He's like, Dad, these were like super easy. You should have been able to. I'm like, "Uh, I'm a halfling rogue. (laughs) 
That's a power move. You you have uh, yeah, he's thrown the gauntlet down on you with that one. So, but what do you think are some of the the biggest mistakes people make go going into it, or or expectations they shouldn't have? Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, like you said, if you a lot of people that uh, are learn wanting to learn D anD D, they will hop in and listen to podcasts and watch Critical Role and uh, watch a bunch of videos online. So, I think the biggest mistake that people make is they watch these like high profile D anD D people and um, uh, content creators that like Critical Role is the best example. A lot of people will watch Critical Role, who is a cast of um, very well-paid, like high-caliber voice actors for movies, video games. All kinds of stuff. And, and they immediately think that's how D&D is going to be. And what that does is it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure uh, on your DM because nobody is Matt Mercer. Uh it you i think yeah i think you need to people that come in like need to realize that the people you play with is going to determine the feel of of your game and if you're the dm it's up to you to set that tone and you don't need to be matt mercer you don't need to be a, a superstar you just need to set up a game that is open and positive and fun feeling because uh, the player's Fun should be the first priority, not the numbers and getting all the every single rule right. And they tell you that in the in the book. They say like uh, the spirit of the game always trumps the word of of rule in in these games. So go in with the intent of having fun rather than trying to be exactly something. That's See, that would be my advice. But yeah. And you mentioned critical roles, which you know they have a TV series, they have all all the you know the big name sponsors and all that. Yeah. I look at critical roles as the learning cursive of yeah. of D and D podcast. Uh-huh. Only a little bit of people still remember how to do it, and every time you went to learn it when you were a kid, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like you just you you can't be at their level where, you know. They, they go off one of the things, and, and, and I tell people this all the time. If you really enjoy it, it's, it's a great – it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. But that level of – like you said, they are – these are people that when they're like, hey, you know, the guy who plays this character, Grog isn't going to be here today. Somebody also do his stuff. He's currently recording the next show you're going to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like the girl who played Pike. She was off the show for – months mm-hmm. so yeah, so remember that folks you don't have to do voices it's fun if you can unless you're going to do a podcast most yeah, of us right. go yeah most of us play and we're like i'm gonna go here and do this and this is my voice and this is what my character sounds like just like me yeah as long as everybody's comfortable and feels safe and and po- like they're in a positive environment i think that's the most important thing and to get started now what are your do you have your own house rules like i know that's a big D D thing is here's the house rules when it comes to this or it comes to that do you have any house rules that you go by we have a couple yeah one that comes to mind is with healing potions <laughs> um usually in D that in order to uh 
use a healing potion, it's like a free action, which means it doesn't take any of your actions or bonus actions on your turn. But I make it require a bonus action to use a healing potion uh, because mm. healing potions can be really overpowered sometimes, and I like to keep it a little more balanced uh, in that regard. So if you have, if you've never played D&D, you're like, what in the what is he talking about? Um, but if you have, that's kind of, you'll know that that's what that means in terms of our house rules. So, yeah. Uh, somebody said, move your, move your face a little, uh, clo- closer to the mic here, Jake. Yeah, uh, I got you. I don't, I'm assuming this is one of, one of your fans, Doan, uh, over on Twitch is a little bit closer, a little hard to hear you. Let me see if I, if I turn you up a little bit on my end, let's see how that sounds. Give me a little bit of, a little bit of talk there. Yeah, how's that, guys? Was that a little better? Think out. Think out, Mike. Let let us know here. Uh, mm-hmm. How about so? So we've got the campaign. We got everything. You guys been going on this. Now we're talking about a second show. Yeah. Like, where did that even uh, even come from? Where you're like, <laughs> he's wow. He said you're a maniac. You're gonna make him take an extra extra action. You're a maniac. Uh. <laughs> Um, so, so where did, um, where did you like decide like, ah, screw it. I'm going to do another show. Uh, it's because when we would get together for our weekly recording night on Saturday night, D and D night, we would often end up talking about like a lot of the times, like when we're not recording, we'll just hang out and just have some drinks and just hang out and talk and um we often would bring up movies that we had seen that not everybody else had seen and then we're like we need to do a podcast where we like review and rate these movies and and so that's how it was born we just we kept talking about movies and we thought we should just do it on on air instead and we also wanted a podcast that was easier to run and maintain than a D&D podcast, which it is. Here for the Reels is a lot easier to maintain and run than Here for the Rolls. Well, it's not all on you. Yeah, it's, so, it's a lot of work uh, in terms of the, the writing, the actual recording, performing, and then the editing is what takes the longest. That takes me like a whole week. Um, to get an ep- ep- an episode cut and layered with sound effects and music and all the polishing on everybody's voices. Like, See, that's so different from what I do. Like what we're doing right now, this will go out exactly as it is. That's what I want. <laughs> that's what here for the role or reels is, is we just record it. I put a few filters on and I send it out. Yeah. And that <laughs> yeah. is so much nicer. Keith says editing is, is the devil. It, is it the really devil. is. I mean, I started off my, when I started this show, I would like, I wasn't going live and I would bring it in and then I would add the, the open and I would add the close. And if I saw something and uh, we call him the pod father who runs our, our network, the earplug podcast network. Uh, yeah. And I love that. The pod father. Yeah. yeah. DW and I are, are talking and he's, he's had several shows, a lot of success and he's like, why are you doing that? So, well, you know, I want it to be like. He's like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. He's like, yeah. stop editing it. No one, no one cares if you paused or made a mistake. They actually prefer it. I'm like, 
Really? Yeah. And I agree. Yeah. With a natural interview podcast like this, that makes complete sense. And, and that's what's nice about these. But with D&D, there's often lots of pauses where people have to do math and add up their numbers. like And they have they take forever figuring out what they're going to do on their turn. And so there's tons of pauses that like you just can't leave in. Like I shave off 30 to 40 minutes off every every episode. <laughs> really? I mean, that's a ton of time you're, you're cutting out of there. Yes, and it's dead time. And so it, it makes for a much better show for a D&D podcast. But man, yeah, it's it's time consuming and it's work intensive for sure. So anybody who's looking to start a D&D podcast, would you be like I I mean Make your episodes short. <laughs> Don't like that's that's for season 3. Um and you asked me about season 3 and I kind of Yeah. I'm that, but, oh. Well well I'm going to be on season 3. I'm just throwing my name into it whether yeah. any whether I show up or not. I'm just throwing it out there. Sure. Cuz we would love to have you. Cuz we did the we did the uh the TikTok thing with the uh whatever I ended up what was it a uh, human warlock? Yeah, I saw that on Discord. Yeah. We would That's, love to have you come guest. That'd be uh, It'll be a, it'll be a horrible situation because there'll be no voices other than this one. That's okay. It'll that be just like, this voice, like we just talked about. You, as long as you're being yourself and having fun. <laughs> and then Trenner and I are just gonna have to talk and be like, "Dude, what what's your skincare pro- plan? Like, because you 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 like way too young to be to be the father of, of this gentleman. So you we're gonna have to talk here for he a moment. Works out a lot, eats well. That's pretty much it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I just blew my knee out on Sunday. I, I did 20 years in the Marine Corps thinking I was still in the Marine Corps. Wow. I blew my I blew my knee out on Sunday. Oh, that's terrible. But man, 20 years in the Marines. That is cool. That's yeah, cool. It's, that, that was that's how that's how I made it this far. See now again, Keith Keith is listening to us and he's he does a ton of voice. See, I could see you doing that, Keith. You would play like the perfect See, he's the guy with some of the silly voices he can do mm-hmm. that like of some kind of a rogue, half out of it kind of a voice where really like, like that. maybe a bard. Yeah, or oh, it's even better. Like, yeah. is there such thing as an orc bard? Yeah, you could do an orc. Like bard. that would be a great That's one. That's what like, my dad plays in uh, season one. Is an orc bard a half orc bard? Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Now I have to definitely go back and, and listen to he, it. He raps and he does hip hop <laughs> for his, bard, his bardic uh, style. That's what that's what I'm saying, Keith. You'd be a drunk bar, you'd be a drunk word bard. That would be so amazing. That sounds or, cool. You or even better, a min, a minotaur. I don't even know if they have stats for that. To they be do. a be a minotaur bard, yeah. they barely talk. They just grunt a lot. Yeah, pretty much anything you can think of, they have stats or the means to build stats for anything. Well, so we, we've got this done, and you're you're going into. So I I, I want to combine the two because. Again, like I said, I think the stuff that you guys do is so much fun to listen to. Oh, I'm looking thanks. forward to listening to some here for the roles. I got to finish. I got to finish this episode mm-hmm. so that I know. So I know what happens yeah. uh, to Cake Man and everything <laughs> else that's going on. So, what is going on as far as give us kind of the layout for here for the reels? The other side to this is it. You guys are watching the movie together. Everybody's got to watch it beforehand. What's the process? Mm, yeah. So we chose to all, since we all live, you know, relatively close to each other, uh, like the, I think the furthest distance is like an hour. Um, 
we we chose for the podcast to actually physically meet up and watch the movies together because it brings a uh, a different energy to when we all watch it together just like the laughing and the comments and the the joy of experiencing that together is like the core of that podcast and so that's how we do it and then right when we finish we we walk downstairs get on mic and while it's fresh in our mind and we we all take notes while we watch and so then we we deliver our scores for the movies on the on the podcast so it all happens in one night one fa- one fail swoop so yeah. so what are some of the movies you've done so far uh we've done grease 2 uh, that was our first one <laughs> uh that was That's my pick. bad yeah That's... we rotate picks too like we, we take turns choosing the movies i picked first one because uh, I loved Greece and, and Greece Two growing up, and Greece Two has a reputation for being the uh, redheaded stepchild of the musical movie musical world, and for good reason. But I really, I just love it for some reason, <laughs> and so I understand we, that. Uh, yeah, and we got on and we reviewed it, and it didn't get a good score, but man, we had a great time. We had a great time watching it because even when the movies suck, we love. It's so entertaining. Like to the suck is the entertainment at this point. Yes, that's kind of the main sort of idea of that podcast. Yeah, is how much can this suck? Instead, see, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Okay, and I get everybody busts my chap about that movie, and I'm like, and I always, I'm always like, go back and watch it. There's a lot of great things that could have happened after this movie. Mm-hmm. They just chose to do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the Ryan Reynolds? Absolutely. The Ryan Reynolds. Like, have you ever watched that movie? I never did, no. I'm not much of a superhero guy, but... Oh, no. See, I'm a... You can't see it, but the back half of my of my yeah. studio... The name of the show, if you didn't figure it out, above the, the Above the Bar podcast is all my oh. equipment is sitting above my bar. I love that. I was going to say, I really love the whole vibe. I like the idea of just like sitting up at a bar and I should have got a beer. That's what I, yeah. I mean, I got, <laughs> Oh, there you go. What are you drinking there? So, Some, uh, Helderberg whiskey. Yeah. This is rye whiskey. Oh man. I wish I was, yeah, I, I, love. Wish I was sitting with you. We could uh, I would be, well, if you ever get to the, uh, to the right coast, you know, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Well, this is, uh, some friends of ours, new Scotland spirits and, they they're big uh they had a whole thing where the the actual country of Scotland's distilling mm-hmm. sued them. Oh, okay. Because they're New Scotland and they were like, oh, you can't make New Scotland. We're the only Scotland. And they won. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, my wow. buddy Jim. What's up, Jim? Jim, Phen- O'Reilly. An, Jim O'Reilly is a phenomenal artist. There's somebody who could draw your character for you. Jim and I Some here's a great one. Right Jim and I met uh, craziest story. Never told this story on air. So you get to hear a new story. Well, I'm, so I'm here for it. So Jim and I met, I go to NYCC every year, New York city comic con. Oh, nice. I was with my son. Who's now turning 18. He was eight, maybe nine at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't start Jim. You do not suck. So mm-hmm. Jim's like, nah, I suck. So we're standing in line waiting for a cab to go back to the train station to come back up to Albany. Mm -hmm. And there's this guy standing next to us and he's doing sketch cards. Yeah. And he looks at my son and goes here, probably 
I bet you it was two years later, I'm online, and somebody contacts me and goes, hey, man, do you remember me? I was the guy that was right next to you. What's well, Jim. Oh, nice. And we've stayed in contact ever since then, and it was just the wildest thing. He's a hell of an artist. Don't let him, don't let him tell you he's not. But, That's uh, so cool. That's so really so Jim's, Jim's hanging out. But, yeah, so the new Scotland guys got drove. And this is one of the things, and I know I'm kind of bouncing between the movies and D&D and how important. Yeah. I think they tie so well in together because mm-hmm. there's never been a great D&D movie. Not yet. Um, <laughs> there's the Wayans brother one with uh, with yeah. one of the Wayans that, what was that, 2002 or something like that? Oh, that's a bad movie. Uh, like, that one is painfully bad, yeah. It, and I remember when it was coming out, I'm like, fucking D&D movie. We're going to rock this. <laughs> yeah. Same. I, I was a kid. I was 10 years old and I was pumped for it. And even as a 10 year old, I was like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. It was like, this, this really isn't good at all. Yeah. So, um, we're hoping to have some, but we, there's the other side to it is D and D and drinking. Yeah. There's a good, there's, I tried to get Albany distilling. The owner of Albany distilling does a campaign to this day, every Wednesday or Thursday night at oh. the distillery. And do they like, stream it no it's just him and some buddies hanging out and he's been doing it for years he plays some other online game he was telling me or some game it's an 8-bit that's been around forever that's whoever created he's like it's considered like some super hard uh game and uh it's never been completed the guy who created like made this game that's just like ridiculously hard and he's explaining it to me i -hmm. tried to get him to i told now one D and D guy who loves D and D to a guy who really enjoys D and D. If you saw a bottle of whatever spirit that had a twenty sided die in the bottom of the bottle, would you buy it? Of course, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'd go to the liquor store and be like, "What? What is this? I'm in." <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? And I told him, I said, "You know what's so cool about it is you do it and you, you get the die in the bottom of it." Nobody cares if it comes out. You're doing it like Mascal with the worm. Right. And people are going to sit there. If you don't finish the bottle, you're still going to sit there and be like, I got to roll my 20. You're going to spin the bottle and see where it lands. Yeah. And then that tells you also that the liquor was created by people who loved the game so that it's probably a good drink to drink while you're playing D&D. And that's, you know. That's, see? That's why I would get it, yeah. And you can get hammered and play D and D. That helps. So <laughs> it, it, it gets the creative juices flowing. It, it's yeah, everybody just, going. Absolutely. So, so now, I want to. St- I know I'm bouncing because I love. Like I keep saying, no, I have yeah. so much stuff with fun with the stuff you guys do. And I want to go back to here for the reels because that's the newest thing project you you've got going on and the newest things. Mm-hmm. When you presented that to everyone, like I know you said, you guys talk about this. But you're telling these folks that are already spending, you know, every other week, hour and a half, two hours, you know, locked up in your basement, um, inability to, to get out, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, hey, I want you to come back to the house again. They do call me the dungeon master for a reason. <laughs> oh, wait a sec. That button. That's there it looking. is. There it was. All right. I'm so glad you had that. <laughs> that little, little, little rim shot for you. Yeah. But – um presenting it to these folks because like i do my show it's it's me i yeah. i'm not able to to have others uh around we'll see you jim thanks for popping in brother 
Um, but what was that presentation? Was there any hesitation? I mean, you there's you and Tianka, and was she like, babe, we've already, we've still got a whole lives to do here. We, we You want to do another show? How was that presented to everybody? It was, I think I was the one that needed to be convinced <laughs> because. Really? I was already doing all the work. And so these guys wanted to do like, guys, let's do a movie podcast. And I'm like, I mean, yes, guys, I'm, I'm open to it. Like, it sounds fun, but I can't, I, we need to set this up in a format where I don't need to do editing. Like that was like my only condition just because with both of the podcasts, it would have like, it'd be a full-time job at that point. And I have a regular full-time job, so I couldn't do Well, what is, can, can I ask what that is? I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, I'm a video producer um, for a software company uh, here in Salt Lake City. And so I make marketing videos and stuff. Oh, uh, nice. And they have a podcast as well, and I so I help them with that. And so all of it's kind of like my in the wheelhouse of the things I love, but, um, but too much is too much, you know? And so I'm like, with Here for the Reels, a second show, it's just got to be like, Nice, concise, quick, um, very low pressure, uh, super easy to just throw an intro and release it into the world. And so we made it. We made it work. And and now the, um, to circle back to your other question, what's next uh, now that season two is done? So I'm going to be writing season three for a while. Oh, you're going back to to writing this one? We're going back to the season one world. Uh, oh, okay. Homebrew world, but same characters. Do, no, well, the same characters will be in the world and like part of the story, but new, it, the, it'll be new characters. Um, but we're gonna order episodes for that as well. But in the meantime, we're gonna only focus on here for the reels while I'm writing for season three. So, um, be ready to come listen to a lot of movie reviews. We we, we will be doing that. We will yeah. we will definitely be doing a lot of movie. Movie reviews. Now, what yeah. about if somebody wanted to suggest, like, are you going to take suggestions for movies? Like, I, I know I throw out uh, Mazes and Monsters, but yeah. is that something you guys are looking to do? Because you have your Discord, which mm-hmm. you got a great community over there. Yeah. I'm in it. That's why it's great. I'm just going to throw Discord's that out there. great, yeah. Um, uh, are you taking suggestions? Um, Right now, not really. Well, everything that people suggest to us, like we – I'm keeping track of that and remembering just so we have a, a list. But right now, since we're just getting started, we all have like a few good movies that we ha- we know we want to hit. Um, and so we're going around taking turns, getting our big ones out of the way. And so after we've done a bunch and we need like, we're like, okay, I don't really have anything for this week. Let's go see what, what the, the listeners say. And so it'll be kind of in our, um, our repository um but right now yeah we all just have some movies from our childhoods that we really want to review <laughs> so we yeah now now what can you tell me what the movie from the other jake was yeah uh his was future world um it was you, you know westworld the show on, yeah uh, hbo mm-hmm. so there that show is based on an old movie called westworld and so, yes, absolutely. And, Charleston Heston. Right. Or not and Charleston you, Heston. Um, God, who was in that movie? Ball-headed. Maybe it was Heston. Uh, Yul Brenner. Yul Brenner, thank you. And um, 
Future World is by the same people, and it's in that same uh, universe, but it's instead of going to Westworld, they're like going to Future World, this like whole like dystopian sci-fi future world, and that was his pick. Yeah, interesting. Because mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Like, can we go through everybody's movies? Like, I'm curious what Nate. What was yeah. Nate's? So Nate's. We're actually doing this weekend his first movie. I'm gonna pull up our lists just so we can I can talk about all of them. But because um, I think Nate, some of this gets everybody kind of more interested here because I'm gonna throw one at you. Like I'm curious if you list watched. I know your dad probably seen it. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So Nate, his first movie is gonna be this Saturday, and he's doing the Page Master. Uh, it's an animated movie from. 90s with Macaulay Culkin and Christopher Lloyd. Of, really? Uh, yeah, Back to the Future fame. And uh, yeah. I think we, anything Macaulay Culkin like that is so creepy. Yeah, it's really, it is eerie. Yeah, it's eerie. Um, I remember watching it as a kid and liking it, so that too. Um, but we did Teen Wolf. Uh, that was my pick as well. Teen Wolf's a phenomenal movie. Yeah, I uh, yeah, Teen Wolf with well, not so much according to according to our reviews. Uh, really, I that's what I thought. I really liked Teen Wolf growing up, but it didn't hold up very well. Like with, that, yeah. Wow, because that movie like spawned an industry. There yep. were sequels. There was you know people physically getting on top of cars. I yeah. remember that, like Doing getting on surf. top of cars to do the surf. Like yeah. that was a whole thing. It it grossed eighty million on a one point two million dollar budget, so it did fantastically well, and it was uh, it was very popular, but it did not review well, and it's not a great movie. <laughs> it's, it's I think it's just because no one had seen anything like that okay. in nineteen eighty five. Maybe I I don't know. Oh God, is that what year that was? Two eighty five. Yeah, it had the star power of Michael J. Fox. Yep. And it had a lot going for it, but as a story, it was pretty weak in terms of like how we viewed it when we went and reviewed it on the podcast. Oh wow, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a tough one. How about how about uh, Tianka? Uh, yeah, so she picked Xanadu. Um, that's a horrible movie. John. It is. It is a fever dream of a film. <laughs> Like there's but, no there's no worrying about if it held up. It didn't hold up when it was created. Nope, but it was a guilty pleasure movie of hers. Uh, well, not guilty at all actually of hers growing growing up. She just loved it growing up, and so we were cu- she was curious to see how it would hold up. And so that's the whole basis of the show. Yeah, it's just like, oh god. I'll tell you another good one that uh, I recently watched that I. Do you remember – you wouldn't remember. Do you remember uh, Up All Night with Rhonda? Have you ever heard of that, Up All Night with Rhonda? Mm-hmm. So USA Channel used to do um, Up All Night with Rhonda, and Rhonda was this woman, scantily clad, and she would do movie reviews. That's mm-hmm. how trauma films really got big was they would run trauma films on Up All Night, Toxic Avenger, Samurai Cop, all those movies uh, with Uncle Lloyd. And that's how they got huge was they would they would run all those films. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, there was one that I loved that was at the height of all the Star Wars and space movies mm-hmm. called Ice Pirates. 
Ice Pirates. My dad has that on his list. Awesome. <laughs> no. Yes. No. My dad has so that on his great. List. Yep. Space. What was it? It was space herpes. Space herpes. <laughs> Wait till you get that. You don't want to get space herpes. <laughs> Wait till you see. Find out what space herpes is. Um, that movie, like that movie, has yeah. like so many like, just like references where you're like, really, this yeah. is this is horrible. Well, like, there's a jive robot. Oh, wow. Yep. He he paints the whole robot black and teaches him to speak jive. That's so bad. It, it, it's so 80s. Like, everything about it is so 80s. Yeah. Um. God, who else? Is, it's actually, I'm almost positive, the one actor, Um. I think Lyle Alzado is in it, who Lyle Alzado is also, somebody will double check me here, is who played um, Sloth in Goonies. Wow. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I'm almost I'm almost positive without any, almost no doubt in my mind that he's he's in there. Yeah, it's it's such a it's such a great bad movie. Well, that episode will be dedicated to you, man. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. So we've got the campaign coming up. We got the movies coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh that's so great that on the list is space ice pirates. That's so great to yeah. me. Oh, yeah, we're excited to just like, I don't know, it gives us something to do and a project to work on and a reason to get together and spend time together. And that's really the main reason why we we do it all. So now yeah. I do want to talk a little, little geek out on some equipment because you're, Let's especially as soon as I heard you say that you're also a movie editing guy and you know how to do those things. I can't do that to save my life. Like audacity is my friend. Yeah. Like if, if I have to. That's great. Like if you're like me, folks, and you just are like, I just need to get rid of this one piece, mm-hmm. and I don't want to spend money. Don't please, don't spend the the money on pro. Like you don't need to. Yeah, Audacity is a solid product. Just just a cheapy, but so do you use any voice changing stuff? I I was listening today and I heard your voice change for a character, and I was like, he's got to be using some voice changing things. Yeah, I do that all in post production. I don't I don't do any of that the night of. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll change my voice a little bit in the mic while I'm talking so that it provides itself well to the filters that I use later. Um, and uh, no yeah, I apply shit. those filters later in editing. Yeah. I should, I need to figure out how I can get, like, set it up so that I can do it, like, live because that would be fun and it would save me time. But, um, well, I was going to ask you if you if you run a board during the show. I've seen your setup before because, folks, if you go on the Instagram Look up here for the reels. You'll find Jake. There's plenty of videos of him and the entire uh, the the other Jake, Trent, Tianka, and Nate do, yeah. putting the show on. Um, I highly recommend you go and check them out. But I was going to ask you, like, do you run a board, anything to be able to change your voice? No, I don't run anything like that. Just because, like, I don't, ha- I can't. <laughs> like, I I'm I have to run the game. I have to run D and D. So I have to make our actual podcast set up pretty, like. Pretty much I need to have it where we can just hit play and go. And then I can just focus on the books and the stat blocks and the, the, the grid with everybody's characters. And like, so running the game itself is like a lot of work. And then when you put podcasting on top of that, it's like a lot of work. <laughs> so 
I try to minimize it where I can and just do all of the fancy stuff wow. editing after the fact. So like you weren't out, yeah. you weren't kidding when you said it's a whole lot of extra work mm-hmm. to to do it. Like like That's I feel like thing. I'm I'm such a half ass. No, like I'm so half assing it. You just work smarter, <laughs> not harder. Like, like I'm just... sitting here thinking to myself, and I wanted to do a D and D podcast. I was talking, like I said, my son puts a campaign on with his friends. They do three hours, two times a week, and they're they're going at it. And I'm like, yeah, maybe we'll do this. And I'm listening to you. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not going through all that shit. It's a lot. It's a lot. But that's why I again keep the episodes shorter. Like maybe keep, try and keep them like an hour long. So that the editing is, you know, you're not having to scrub through two and a half hours of audio. Well, um, I think that's a huge, that's a perfect number. One one hour for for mm-hmm. something like that. Like I said, I, I listen to Critical Roles when when you when your guy, like I'm be honest, when your guy's show isn't, I can't pull it up. Mm-hmm. I listen to you guys. I listen mm-hmm. to uh, Dungeons and Daddies because mm-hmm. that shit's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think you're required to listen to Adventure Zone if you listen to. That's the others, what I've heard. Yeah. like it's part of the requirements. You have to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when everybody else is on hiatus, there's about seven thousand hours of critical roles. It's so much. It, I, those guys are amazing, but it's too much content. Like, thank you. Three, four hour episodes, like, and there's hundred of like two hundred, and I was like, guys. I'm sorry, but like the barrier to entry is just too high for me at this point to get into critical role. Yeah, I, I don't even like I, I started into it and I thought I was at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then realized I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm in it. Yeah, this is lot. my spot. I'm just gonna keep going. But there are people out there that have listened to every minute of critical role that I, I know, which is like, I can see why because again, it's a very they're high quality storytellers. Right. They're amazing at what they do, but it's just a huge commitment to get in. Yeah, you you're you're not just you're just you're not just stepping. Go watch the animated. Yeah, yeah, but, for a really brief sort of like summary oh, of their campaign, like, yeah. but also with really cool animation too. Yeah, it, it's it's good stuff. Any ooh, any thoughts on animation for here for the roles? Oh, man, we would love that. Um, we, we have thought of it because Tienko is such a great artist. She could make all the assets. Um, but if we did that, we would really need to think about like sending it to an animation house. Uh, and at that point, it would get real expensive. Gets into <laughs> so, real money at that point. Real money. And so we'd like, if we ever wanted to do that... Um, I think our podcast would need to be, would need to reach a level of popularity that it has not reached yet to justify that. You know, oh, you guys are what twenty thousand followers. Um, like, uh, well, I thought I saw that. social media. I think it's like your social media, or, or you know, you know, you have like three, four thousand or something on social on like Instagram. Where did I see twenty thousand? I thought I saw twenty thousand. Oh, somewhere. we got twenty. I think we hit twenty thousand total downloads. Maybe uh, that was what that I was saw. The number, uh, like last or earlier this year, we hit twenty thousand total downloads, which That's is like still awesome. It's, yeah, I mean it's a modest um, number, but it's also like grateful to have that many. Grateful that people are actually listening. Some people, yeah. 
bro, this is episode 127 and I'm at like just short of 4,000. Yeah. Listen to me. You're doing good. Oh, thanks, man. You well, got, your you... show seems awesome too. And I, I will plug it and, and do what I can to help you out. Well, we, we definitely appreciate it. We're, we're getting ready here. We're going to get ready to close the bar up. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're, we're at that, at that mark. So going forward. So we've got here for the roles, plenty, mm -hmm. plenty of back episodes to go listen to that. So Counting the two of them together, we're at what ninety three, ninety four, ninety even um, for episode or seasons one and two. But we do have a few like holiday episodes sprinkled in there, and so we're close to a hundred. So close yeah. to a hundred. You have your uh, Patreon. You can yeah. go listen to Tiny Hut. Tiny Hut talk. Yeah, that's our bonus after show that we have on, uh, just to incentivize people to participate more and to donate to the podcast if they so desire yeah. and, and that's something people need to understand those of us that are doing podcasts and, and listening we're looking like like if you were to look around my house there's a lot i have a lot of gear zoom zoom and between zoom audio and uh audio technica i'm paying for somebody's braces mm -hmm. like like i have spent a, spent a little bit of coin to these people it's an investment it really is. So we're all doing it, hoping to get to that next level. Um, so make sure you check out any merch. We're, I mean, you guys got some nice sweatshirts. Like who who did all your 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 design? Is that all Tianka that did all my that? My dad. My dad oh, is dad? a graphic designer, and Tianka is the artist. So we have a whole team of people that can do stuff, which is fun. Um, do you see this look on my face? <laughs> yeah. I'm one guy who's trying to figure out how to do all. Like if it wasn't for Canvia, if it wasn't for Canvia. Canva's I'd be awesome. shit. Like I'd be a shithead. Well, like, that thing saves doing, my ass. <laughs> you're doing a great job, and I, I respect the fact that you just like you you started this up all by yourself, and and yeah, it's cool. I've been saved by twelve year olds, eighteen year olds, uh, twenty some year old daughters, and friends out in Texas who are like, you know, you you could do this, and I'm like, show me how to do it. Yeah, here's well, how you do it podcaster to podcaster like if you ever you know where to reach me like if you ever need any if you ever have questions i'm happy to help that's all yeah and that's another part of this whole entire community when you mm -hmm. get into it you start meeting other podcasters and you're like hey man i could help you with do we have a friend who just started a, a show called paid p-a-t-h-e-d and mm -hmm. it's a faith-based podcast mm -hmm. and she does each episode she does she tells somebody's story she reached out. She's helping me do my website. I know nothing about website design. And she does like real ones, not like Firefly. Yeah. Like real ones. Mm -hmm. And she's helping me do it. And I'm like, she's like, yeah, I'm doing a show. I'm like, she's, will you do my opener? Will you record my opener? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So like I voiced her open and close. Oh, that's put, cool. Put the music to it, the whole nine yards. Because, that's awesome. I mean, the silky smooth sounds of this voice. You know, it you got a nice radio voice you got there, man. It's deep. It's rich. I have a face for radio. <laughs> That's my boss at my actual job was in radio for 30 years. And he says that all the time. That's funny. Got a, got a face for radio. So anywhere to find some of this merch that like people could pick it up. Um, we don't have a store or anything, but if you follow us on Instagram, uh, it's just at underscore here for the roles. You can see us wearing some of it. Like you can just shoot us a message and be like, Hey, uh, where can I get one of these shirts? And, uh, like if, if somebody really wanted one to the point where they put in the effort to do that, like you just pay the shipping and we'll send you the shirt. Like, 
I'm gonna hook you up after this. I'm gonna hook you up. I will. I'm gonna hook you up. Yeah, I will. I'll send you some stuff. And the more people we have, like wearing our stuff, like that's that's awesome. Like I, I won. Well, guess what? You get a all my guests after this. You're gonna give me an address, and you're gonna give me a shirt size, and I yeah. I send out. Uh, I love the baseball style T-shirts. Yeah. And okay. because yeah. because softball, beer league softball. The Above the Bar podcast ties it all together, I in my opinion. It. Yeah, yeah. You know, it all works. For, and you get to wear my face on That's your a shirt. Wonderful thing. I mean, how lucky. I mean, there's a lot of lucky people in the world, but how many get to wear my face <laughs> every day? I myself one of the lucky you, few. You should be one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. So, all right, brother, we're going to get ready to close close this up. We've got plenty of episodes to watch. Have the Here for the Real episodes dropped yet? I haven't looked yeah. yet. Yeah. Yep, they're all there. So, yeah, if on all your major podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, um, Google, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts, just search for Here for the Rolls for D&D podcast, Here for the Reels for the movie podcast, and you'll find us. And, hey, if you feel so inclined, drop us a review. That, that Look, folks, you have no idea how important to folks yeah. like, like Jake and I mm-hmm. dropping reviews going out following subscribing doing all those things he's got yep. some pretty good tiktoks too um oh yeah he's got some pretty good tiktoks we're trying to we're trying to get there we're trying to tiktok is uh it's so much better for getting a lot of followers than uh instagram is we've yeah. learned well instagram i feel like is stingy like mm-hmm. like have you noticed that like people are like you want my instagram follow you need to earn that shit yeah, that and you got it like they it's owned by Facebook, right? And right. they want your money. So you're not going to get seen like a ton unless you one, you're already famous or an influencer or two, you drop money on their ad promotion. Which technology. I've done. Oh, I've done plenty of times. Yeah. Um, because they make it literally like you have to do it <laughs> if you want to get some stuff seen. So, oh, yeah, we're ticked. TikTok is like TikTok's they, just a wild west of social media. It kind of is. Yeah, it hasn't been hit so much by the ads yet. Uh, it will, but um, but yeah, it's really kind of just this crazy wonderland of everything. A lot of really bad and a lot of really good. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, now, it's fun. Now, make sure I don't get it confused. Is it? Because Jake plays the centaur, because he plays yeah. Kenneth. Yep. Has anyone sent him a sweater, a, a nice sweater vest yet? <laughs> no. All right. No. So anyone no. who listens to this that knows how to crochet, <laughs> send me a message, or send Jake a message on Instagram. Uh-huh. We'll find out what size that the other Jake is, and you need to knit him a sweater oh, vest. Man. That would be glorious. If someone could do that for him, he needs a sweater vest. My dad did get him a shirt that says Centaur, and it has a centaur on it. And it's awesome. <laughs> That's great. All right, brother. We're, we're going to get ready to close this up. Uh, make sure, folks, you're checking out uh, DM Jake here for the roles on Instagram. On, uh, I meant to ask you. The Facebook, like you have like 12 followers on a Facebook that says here for we the. We don't really do much with the Facebook. Okay. Wanted to make sure. I still tagged the damn thing. Like yeah, yeah. I tagged it. We just focus mainly on Instagram and TikTok right now. So, so Instagram, TikTok, and, and Twitter are all here, are all here for the roles. 
So you can find those guys over there. Uh, Jake is, is a responsive uh, host. So if you send him a message, he will eventually get to you after he's created all forms of other multimedia for <laughs> giant conglomerates. And yeah, we're always happy to chat with if, and just see, yeah, send us a message on the Instagram. We're happy to, to chat and hang out. So make sure you reach out to those guys. And as always, if you're enjoying what you're listening to here, follow us on Facebook, the above the bar podcast, our parent network, earplug podcast network, and then on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, all those are the above the bar podcast. If you've got that sticker and you want to get your, your stuff up on uh sticker and a cause, the above the bar podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you send us, send me a message. And I think I'm a pretty responsive host also. I I'll respond to you too. So, but as we do on every episode and don't log off after we're done, we got to talk for a couple of minutes as we do on every episode, the guest gets the last word. So what's the last word, Jake? Oh man. Well, I think if you've ever been curious about playing D and D and you've got like some kids or you've got some friends that would be a good group, don't be afraid. Just, just, just jump in. There's so much info online to get you started and it can be one of the most fun things to do with a group that you love. So just don't be afraid. Just hop in with both feet. Alrighty folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an earplug podcast presentation found on earplugpodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.